0: All right, welcome back. This is Sunday Four. My name is Anthony. I'm here with my cousin Ant. After some serious demand and a massive success of our first episode and an epic two-hour show last week on divisional playoff weekend, um, and hitting our our, dem- our demographic of just degenerates and low lives, general fiends, I think we had we had to come back. We owed it to the people to come back, Ant. Didn't know we are going to do this, but here we are, episode two. How are you doing? Hey,
1: let's run it back. That's all right. That's a spirit. What are you drinking tonight, my friend? Uh, I got a little bit of that leftover Booker's from last weekend. I don't know exactly the name. You know, it's a uh, Booker's. It's 126 proof. That's all I know. It's in cursive, so Booker's bourbon. Oh. That must yeah. I'm a little disappointed that you said left over, but uh well we had we had of, the times have changed the, I suppose. no, we had the bottle of Jefferson's that went, so Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I have uh, running it back with the East Rock Pilsner, same as last week. Oh, all right. Yeah. Oh,
0: nice. I, I got East Rock lager in front of me. Oh, nice. East Rocks, supporting, right. uh, supporting our local brewery. There you go. Yeah, you got New Haven. One of, the, one of the thousand local breweries that we have here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I'm keep, and I'm keeping it real with the Wild Turkey 101 over here.
1: Oh, you're still celebrating Thanksgiving. It's still November over there. <laughs> still
0: the holidays. Why not?
1: Yeah,
0: uh, yeah we uh, went a little bit long last week.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, the pilot, can... it reminded me of, uh, you remember the pilot episode of Vinyl? When they
0: uh, it's, yeah, that was a hours, long, right. yeah.
1: They kill Dice Clay and they throw him off. <laughs> I don't know what they do with him. Basically <laughs> our Dice basically our Dice Clay was Doug Bryan. We just had a funeral for Doug Bryan and chucked him off the race.
0: What was the um what was the move that Bobby Cannavale did in that episode with the Coke? Oh, uh, was that like wasn't
1: the... the pilot, but uh, uh-huh.
0: that was uh, oh, what what was like a gone, it a gone fishing move
1: or something. No, it was the rope. He like he, he got uh. Oh, the rope. Okay, I was I was
0: close, but yeah, all right. There was a line involved of some sort. He
1: threw the rope towards Benny Fazio, and he roped them in. <laughs> Could have been, or Absolutely. vice versa, or vice versa. I don't know. Yeah, I, what... I, I remember the move.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. That was good.
1: Stuff. And I remember but, of... And I remember because he, he had fallen off the wagon. I remember Benny walks in. He's the, obviously not Benny in the show, but Benny, he's Benny Fazio. And right. he just walks in, and unbelievable line. He's like, oh. it's like we're doing this again?
0: <laughs> he fell off the wagon yeah. hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speak, oh, I guess speaking of falling off the wagon hard, uh, what, are your, what are your thoughts? So you threw the party, the divisional playoff weekend party, like we talked about right. uh, ad nauseum last weekend, or last week rather. Um, you threw the party last weekend. Uh, what did you What you think? How'd you do?
1: Uh, well, I got positive feedback. Uh, one or two members may have called it a well-oiled machine. Yeah, uh, so I I've did. been I've been <laughs> I've been walking around with uh, uh, a big head all week, telling <laughs> telling people uh, telling people that uh, giving them that line. Uh, Prof- professional yeah, party, of, it's for sure. of those, yeah. It's one of those things where you do a lot of the prep in advance so you can get as drunk as possible. Uh, yeah, it takes I, care of itself, yeah. Yeah, obviously uh, obviously, you have a little bit of responsibility during the party, make sure everyone has a drink, You know, make sure the food gets out on time. But I always say once everybody has a drink in their hand and a plate of food in front of them, your job is done. You're in uh, cruise control for the rest of the night. Just clean up a little bit, and that's it. Yeah, be sure nobody gets uh... – too rowdy, or breaks anything. But yeah, no, well, there not, was not, one. Not, there was one wine. Point. Yeah, there was one uh, casualty. It was a wine glass. Oh no! Wait a second! Wait a second! I didn't see this. Who broke the wine glass? What? Well, um, we're not gonna play a guessing game. It goes Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> only sorry. reason I was gonna. The only reason I was gonna have you guess is because I thought you may have gotten it right. Oh no! I,
0: I, I didn't realize. I I did, would not have guessed him because I just figured he was drinking out of red cup the whole
1: time. Well, I don't know how it broke. I just walked in kind of mid as it was being cleaned up, and uh, he was oh, doing it. So yeah, I was like, right. yeah, if he's got it, he's got it. I'm not, I'm not doing it.
0: That's good. Yeah. I mean, like, years ago, we do these parties. Something broke. It didn't get cleaned up for, like, three weeks. But now.
1: Right. It would, be, it would be March Madness, I and I would have stepped on a shard of glass. Exactly. But, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. It wasn't, like, it's funny. Like, last year, we talked about it. Like, last year was a real rowdy kind of party. got out of hand. This year was, you know, still rowdy, but didn't, like, get ugly.
1: No. Uh-huh. Uh, I think part of that was there's more room here.
0: Oh, true. So you right. spread, people out, spread out a little yeah, bit. Yeah,
1: I think you kind of spread out a little bit. You got people in the yeah, garage doing their thing. You have two living rooms, one upstairs, one downstairs, and you have the kitchen. So I think it was, it was spread out enough. When you're kind of packed in a tight house, it could seem a little, I don't know, that's the story I'm going with.
0: Did one did one uh, party guest stick out as far as having a uh, MVP performance,
1: or uh,
0: well, maybe, maybe if not MVP, it's the most most memorable performance?
1: Yeah, probably Mike Marino. Yeah, it's, that was my guess. That's
0: my vote as well. Unanimous. We, we talked about a brief. What's that? Unanimous. I said. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know if MVP is the word. I'm not sure there was an MVP uh, this year, but he was definitely he was the one that stuck out the most
1: yeah and there was just uh, uh,
0: yeah <laughs> uh, I mean a, a great move on his part he had a he had a family dinner with like his wife's family to go out uh afterwards, and he put the pedal to the metal like his wife was coming to get him and he he knew he had a certain amount of time uh to get as to get as drunk as he had to get to deal with uh family dinner and he he just didn't look back he just like he took he took the rear room off the car and just straight ahead.
1: Right towards Shithouse Town. Yeah, I don't know if you want to give him too much credit because that's usually his method uh, most <laughs> most nights, anyways. Like I said, a professional party. Right. Uh <laughs> But yeah, actually, I don't want to out him, but I think it was uh, his wife's CrossFit friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm not sure he got drunk enough. Then. I could be, I could be making that up, but I think that's what it was.
0: <laughs> family party, <laughs> oh, yeah, jeez, yeah, uh, I had, I had all the more power to him. Then he needed, he needed all the uh, liquid courage you can get, and powdered courage,
1: and oh, yeah. leaf
0: courage, whatever you can take. Jesus Christ, he had
1: plenty of it. Yeah,
0: all right. Um, well, the game, you know, we got some. Real good games on Wildcard Weekend, and I don't—they really live up. Divisional playoff round didn't live up to it. There's a couple memorable things, but I found the games were really tight. Green Bay Seattle is a little bit tight, but even that, um, they just kind of lacked the excitement that you know you'd hope for. Everything else was kind of wrapped up um pretty uh,
1: early. Yeah, it was, and
0: good. No, I was saying Saturday. I think was I think Sunday was the more interesting set of games. Saturday um san francisco blew out minnesota i mean that's a game that was minnesota never really had a chance and uh and tennessee just came out and surprised the world shocked the world and we saw uh this another lamar jackson failure in the playoffs and you start i don't think you start to worry about him just yet but he's on it the something, it's, it's something that you look at you, you see two years you know, last year when his rookie year they didn't really feature him this year coming off an mvp season and you're uh you're quite. You start to question and say, "Wow, did he, Is he? Is this going to affect the kid next year? Is he going to come back stronger next year? We'll see. I think he's going to come back stronger next year. Have a, have a big year, and then uh, maybe rebound the playoffs. I don't, he's not a playoff failure just yet, but um, Tennessee might just be having a, a special type type of, uh, postseason right yeah, now. Yeah,
1: you know, I, I had <laughs> some time to to think about that game, and I actually am going to take the opposite approach on that game. I don't, I don't think Lamar Jackson was great, but I think they had a few other things going against them. Uh, you know, you look at his numbers. He had 365 yards passing, 143 yards rushing. It's not like he was terrible. Now, you got to get the ball in the end zone, obviously. you got to score points to win. It's not all about total yards. But mm-hmm. I, I, the thing I was shocked most about in this game, I just thought John Harbaugh, who I've always called behind Belichick, second best coach in the league, I thought he was – Awful in this game.
0: They kind of panicked once they got behind. Like, they they're yeah, they, they, they playing, like, desperation ball a little early in that game.
1: Oh, please. Uh, first off, the drop by Mark Andrews on the first uh, drive that led to an interception, mm-hmm. that was a killer. But this is the, this is the a big turning point in the game. First play of the second quarter at their own 45, fourth and one. Why aren't you putting the ball? You're down seven. Yeah. You're down seven. Nothing. Why aren't you punting the ball? Yeah, you're, yeah.
0: And you're not. You're not. You shouldn't. You should trust your defense. And especially going. I mean, not that. Not that there's not weapons to fear on Tennessee, but
1: Baltimore's defense is good enough to to stop you. Right. You're down. I, I don't. Not, I, I'm not going to assume it was a little bit of arrogance. Like they can't stop us from getting a yard. We don't punt. One of those things. Right. 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 But the way he coached, it was almost like, oh, we know. We got to keep up with Tennessee. It's like, no, it's like yeah, you're not. Right. You're not playing the greatest <laughs> show on turf. Uh, I don't. I didn't understand that. And then obviously they stop them. Next play, play action, fourteen nothing. And now you're now you're in a hole.
0: So, wait, where do you think that Baltimore? So, you think Baltimore comes back strong next year? You think that it's just it, it's just one of those kind of failures on a way to future success? Yeah, because like they you, have
1: they have they have a. A good, even though he had a bad game, they have a very good coach. Uh, I yep. think they have a quarterback. Although, we'll, you know, yep. we'll see. He can come back and fall, you know, fall flat in his face. But I don't think he will. And they just have a good culture there, where they're always—they're one of those teams, kind of like the Steelers, who are, happen to be in their division. But they're one of those teams that, like, a bad year is eight and eight.
0: They're yeah. always going to be right. in the mix right. at,
1: at one point. I'm not saying they're going to yeah. come back and go fourteen and two again, but I yeah. would expect them to be in the at least the playoff mix.
0: I, I feel, yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with you 100%. Especially in that I division,
1: I, you know, I, I, you know, who's going to – Steelers are kind of – look like they're in a transition period. Bengals are going to be playing a rookie. The Browns are the fucking Browns. They should come back. <laughs> they should come back and win that division, you would think. But it's NFL, so I'm not going to – they're not a shoe one. You never know.
0: Yeah, I don't think he's going to be – I don't think he's going to have a year like Jared Goff this year coming off the Super Bowl appearance or anything like that. I I I just uh, no no yeah I, you want to see, you want to see how a kid responds to to a loss like this and uh, but he took such a big step forward this year I don't see I just I don't, I don't see him taking that big of a step back if he has an off year next year
1: no and like I said I don't think he was as bad as people made it out to be yeah I, I just went through I thought the coach was terrible yeah. that the drop by Andrews was bad yeah uh, and I ver- and, and we'll we'll
0: go to that that first game like San Francisco... Like, uh, San Francisco, Minnesota, Minnesota. I think, uh, me myself included. I think people were kind of thinking that they could stick around because they had the running game, but San Francisco's defense just bottom up, couldn't do anything. Kirk Cousins was Kirk Cousins again, <laughs> yeah. and uh, Minnesota leaves the playoffs and leaves their fans disappointed for another season.
1: Yeah, just brutal. It's one of those franchises that you feel like can't get over the uh, get over the hump. Uh, bit of a glass jaw. Well, I mean, they came back against New Orleans, but a bit of a glass jaw team. Uh, yeah, well, you
0: gave, us, you gave us your thoughts on New Orleans last, last week. Right. And, right. Uh, this is a, this know, was I'm, a big
1: step up in, in class, San Francisco. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, they can run the ball. They play great D. They're, they're very fundamentally sound, which is ironic because I feel like their quarterback will give you one or two picks. Mm-hmm one or two interceptions a game. They got one on him before the half that only went to a field goal. I think they dropped one earlier in the game. So he gave you two. He caught one of them. But Mm -hmm. uh, they go into the half winning. Uh, They come out, kick a field goal. Then Cousins throws a pick that leads to a touchdown, I think. Uh, The Vikings muff a punt that leads to points. It was just – the Vikings had had to play much better in order to win that game. 49ers are – Good team, they're home, just uh, weren't good enough to get it done. And Cousins, once you fall behind, Cousins isn't bringing you back from a double digit deficit like that. It's just not happening.
0: Yeah, not, not, no shot. I think on Sunday we had much more interesting games.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah, and Houston got into that quick early lead, and we were already talking like back and forth, you and I, about how you know, was just like Andy Reid's failure here. Like, what's going on? You, you, I think one thing you said was same old. You know, same old Kansas City team, mm-hmm. and and then, and then they they just put they put the burners on, and I never looked back. Yeah, <laughs> an incredible an incredible performance.
1: Yeah, second uh, from
0: the second quarter on from KC.
1: Yeah, Texans came out and twenty four nothing. I was really I was really kicking myself for not giving them out as the I picked them the cover, but I. Told you the Chiefs. I was really kicking myself for not uh, picking them out right, and then uh, <laughs> the game just the game just changes like that, like these playoff games do. You know, it felt like an Andy Reid game out of the gate. It like felt like a typical home Kansas City Chief game the past twenty five years, where they come out flat at home as the favorite. You know, don't get it done, and uh, just like that, it went from being uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I felt like go- going from feeling like a Kansas City Chief playoff game to a Houston Texan playoff game, just like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, it's just real. Bill O'Brien made sure that uh, he left his mark on this game. And uh, I don't know. I don't
0: know if I can kill O'Brien as much as I would like to
1: after this game.
0: I, I think, like, the one play that we kind of keyed in on uh, that day was that. For him going for and fourth down, but I don't think he had a, a choice, man. I think he knew that he had to score a thousand points against his team, yeah. and Giving them back the ball just a bad choice. I, okay, that's they were gonna score. Yeah. They're gonna score a hundred points on him anyway. So you know, just just try and hand the ball for as long as you can.
1: Okay, that's fine, that's fine. But then why why you kick a field goal on fourth and one? So, <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, it, it just didn't really make much sense to me. If, if you're gonna play balls to the wall, fast and loose, then. Don't kick a uh, whatever it was a thirty-something yarder.
0: I guess points of points. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not here. To, I, the last thing I'm gonna do is defend Bill O'Brien. Um, no, I, I, I'm I, I, can't, the I can't I just can't kill him. I can't kill him for that fourth down play at all.
1: I'm actually the opposite. I thought the field goal was fine to put him up twenty-four yeah. nothing. It was the fake punt that it, and like it just gave him the risk versus the reward just didn't. W- wasn't good enough for me. The fact that you gave him the ball back on a short field like that—I ah, has...
0: mean, I can't. I, I mean, I, he was—he was—he was right. Casey was coming one way or the other. You think that gave Casey momentum to to come back, or do you think I think Casey was going to come back no
1: matter what? I think it. it well, it let them, It let them. It sped up the process. I'll put it that way. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, seven, like seven straight,
1: six in a row without them responding and seven straight drives with a touchdown. Yeah. It was Also, the kick return when they were down 24 nothing was huge. I think that was Hardman. He returned it past the midfield. Miracle, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And then the final game of the weekend, we saw Green Bay beat Seattle. And this, this game wasn't like uh, – it wasn't exciting in any stretch of the imagination, but he thought Russ maybe had a chance. Russ, of course. I mean, Seattle just loves to kill. Whatever you pick, (laughs) Seattle's going to find a way to fuck up your line. So they're four and a half point dogs, and then they they, they had to go. They had to go for two. Yeah, they scored their last (laughs) touchdown. They didn't get it, which would have covered. That's what it came down uh, to. Yeah. Sure enough, they lose by five in the end. But I think we the 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 key to this game was uh, was Rogers' big third down plays uh, on their final drive to, to to. not give the ball back to Russ, who Russ is such a wild card,
1: you never know. So <laughs>
0: keep keeping the ball out of his hands late in the fourth. Um, that's as good as that's as good as scoring another touchdown.
1: Yeah, uh, this game to me comes down to one play. I don't want to. I don't mean to make it all about one play, but this is what Isaiah went on. Two and a half minutes left. Wilson had just taken a sack to make it fourth yep. and eleven. They're at their own thirty-five, thirty-six yard line. Yep. Three timeouts. Now let me ask you, fourth and 11, do you trust Russell Wilson to get 11 yards or do you trust your defense to get the ball back from Rodgers? Not, not this yeah defense. And not, right. no, no. Not this right. defense. No shot. Right. And I thought Carroll made a huge blunder by not going for it. And he even said after the game that they just weren't – they didn't want to go for fourth in that long. He said if it was like fourth and five, fourth and six range – I'm sorry, but you have Russell Wilson as your quarterback. You have to go down with your best player. You cannot – this isn't the Legion of Boom, okay? No, yeah, like, yeah. Pete needs to understand that, okay?
0: And this defense is so shaky and up and down. I mean, they had their, their moments, but no, they yeah. are not – they, they are – they're not a staunch defense that you can rely on and not against a, a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. She's...
1: And Pete, you know, I'm sure Seattle will tell you, well, it took two great throws on third and long. To beat us, it's like, yeah, because that's what Aaron Rodgers is going to do to you in his building, right? Don't give right. him the ball back, plain and simple.
0: Yep, absolutely. So, absolutely. and yeah. like the Green Bay and Green and I give Green Bay a lot of credit because they played a like a perfect game, a flawless game. There's no turnovers, I think that's the key for Green Bay going forward. But I, you know, that's no, the right team won for sure. But they play, but they played a perfect game. I mean, you know, if. I think a turnover in the wrong way or special teams blunder this way. Like, yeah. you know, maybe you're looking at something different. Maybe Seattle gets lucky there, but, uh, that's, I think that's the key for green Bay. I think that's the kind of team that they are.
1: Yeah. The right, listen, the right team won. If Seattle and Seattle got the ball back, uh, I think it was like five, six minutes left down five and that, that, that big drop by the kid Turner, I think, mm-hmm. uh, but that's one of those games. Even if Seattle had not won, you would have felt like Green Bay was the better team, and they blew it more than Seattle won it. Even though Wilson's a great quarterback, but uh, it yep. was just one of those games. Wilson just brought them to me. That was an eight and eight team that he was able to squeeze an extra three wins out of.
0: Uh, oh, definitely. Yeah, he had uh, early in the season, especially he was
1: playing. Yeah, and every was game was, every game was the same they come down to the wire one way or another, no matter what the score is at halftime, or the score at the end of the first quarter. It's just it's one way or another. It's going to be a close game, five minutes left. And
0: if you keep it close, you have a quarterback as good as Russ. You're going to, you're going to squeeze That's out. That's how you go 11 than, and five. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Now we always, last week we spent a lot of time on divisional playoff games past, notably the Doug Bryan. I guess we call this the Doug Bryan segment of the show. <laughs> What uh, What would you, is your takeaway from these four games, uh, from the 2020 uh, divisional playoff round? It, when you look back on this in a couple of years, is anything going to stick out to you? Anything specifically? Uh, the
1: short answer would be no. But right. <laughs> but if you made me – well, first of all, I think it, it could depend on who ends up going to the Super Bowl and winning it all. Because sure, yeah, we can look, we yeah. can look yep. back and be like, wow, you know, uh, like what happened to divisional playoff weekend that year? I was oh yeah, I was here. Tannehill went to the soup. Oh, that's right, they beat the Ravens on that Saturday night. Derrick Henry. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: but if there, if you may, if you made me pick one, I think it would be the Mahomes second quarter. That'd be the most memorable. Yeah, yeah, uh,
0: for sure. Uh, that it was just yeah, I mean, his, legitimately historic offensive outburst.
1: Yeah, that's and that's the only thing I can wow. think of. Other than that, I don't know if there was anything that. I, well, I guess maybe Green Bay-Seattle was close then, the end, but even that, I don't think, really.
0: Yeah, it wasn't anything, you know, tremendously memorable. It wasn't the miracle Minnesota or anything like that. No, my, I, I kind of I feel the same way. I feel like it kind of depends on what happens going forward. Um, even further than what you said, like a KC's offensive explosion is my number one thing. But I think depending on what happens with Lamar Jackson next year, uh, his failure, like the, the way he looked on that field looked like he didn't, Remember how to play. I mean? I know he had a million yards and he had a great, great numbers and stuff, but he just looked dumbfounded at times. Like oh, things yeah. weren't working. And I feel like when again. I feel like when people are like laughing on the field, and they're kind of they're shaking off a broken play or something like that. And I saw some of this from Deshaun Watson on Sunday too. <laughs> like things are just things just aren't going their way. That that shows that like they're, they're getting nervous. They don't, they're used, they're laugh, they're trying to laugh off the nervousness or something.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm and, not. Go, go ahead.
0: No, that's just how I feel. and I think like depending on what happens next year and going forward, if if this is something that's a prelude to uh to the rest of his career, or if it's just a blip, uh that you know, that could be something that we remember for a while.
1: Yeah, I mean Deshaun Watson thing, I almost give him a pass because I don't care who you are, anyone would have been shook after what Kansas City did. <laughs> In that no, do
0: yeah, yeah yeah, no, I give him a. I absolutely yeah, give him a pass. I was just saying he had a lot he had kind of the same body language, but he I have no problem with how he played. I mean, they played it, you know, an okay game and uh they, they have a good team, man. I I just uh I don't think they're built for the playoffs, unfortunately. They have some some issues that'll come out every playoffs no matter what.
1: Well yeah, I mean their defense just never in a big spot. I'm sorry if I'm not impressed with the Bills performance the week before, but I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ, did Watt play Sunday? I mean.
0: I mean he his name once.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. all we do is talk about Watt, but no one wants to say anything when they give up 51 points. It's like. I
0: Christ. think Joe
1: Testor, Joe Testor is watching that game in his living room with all the lights
0: off and his underwear just taking <laughs> back and forth saying, J.J. Watt, J.J. <laughs> Watt. JJ Watt, uh, fucking scratching himself I, up from withdrawals. I would
1: have loved if Testator was doing that game, you know, just to see how, just to see how he could have would have been able to work Watt's name into it, because he did <laughs> nothing, and not and not for nothing, not for nothing, not to go backwards to the Seattle game. But I know Clowney's going to be a free agent, but I don't know giving up on Clowney unless he made it known that he wasn't going to resign there. I mean, that guy's a difference maker. Yeah, absolutely, but. Uh, they, I don't know if he, the relationship wasn't good there or what, but that guy, that Seattle defense, this is, he's the only guy that stuck out on it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: All right. That gives, gives us um, three games left this season, Ed. That's it. It's, uh, you know, we started this started this show maybe, I don't know, 18 weeks too late. it was <laughs> <Could have been laughs> all season. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but here we are in the playoffs and running with it. Uh, but championship weekends coming up. We got Tennessee at KC and Green Bay at San Francisco, and they're both uh, both seven and a half point games, according to Vegas. Yeah. Um, I don't know. To me, like I think, I think both the underdogs have a chance in these games. I, I think if their strong points can be dominant, they can keep these games close. And when I say strong points, Tennessee is obviously controlling. The ball, given Derrick Henry, Henry's gonna have a thousand touches, they're gonna lean on Henry, and uh, ask Tannehill to do the basics and hope that he doesn't fuck it up when he has the ball in his hand, yeah, the
1: bare minimum. And Green
0: Bay was that the bare minimum, exactly the bare, the bare minimum with zero error. Yeah, and 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 Tennessee's defense, I don't know who can stop KC after last week. I think a lot, you're gonna be everything behind KC coming into this week. But Tennessee's defense could disrupt a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And ten- Tennessee is the last team to have beaten KC, I think, uh, in Week 10, if that's right. Yeah, I think so. And and we and we know – and Green Bay is going back to San Francisco and Green Bay got waxed there the last time they were there. But I think if Green Bay plays their kind of game, um, which is a a smart game with no errors and close to perfect – then I think they're going to have a chance against San Francisco, even with San Francisco's defense. I think Green Bay's offense can outplay San Francisco's offense. You know what I love about this weekend, mm-hmm. That in a, in, a, in a world where we have everybody's hyping up offense in football, you have two teams that rely on their defense and heavy running games that are in the Final Four here. I fucking love that.
1: Yeah, it's uh, definitely a change of pace from what you've seen in years past.
0: Yeah, which just goes to show you, man, that all these like trends, like, it never changes for good. It's always it's always the hot trend until something else starts to work. And I don't think people are gonna go out because you can't you can't find a Derrick Henry, and and you can't find like San Francisco has like three running backs that that have been quality all season. Oh so yeah, you're, you're not gonna find shit like that. But uh, it's, it's good to see defensive teams and running teams that are that are in there, um, you know. And of course, of course it's always great to have a a top. Three quarterback, and it's good to have speedsters that can you know run down the sidelines and shit. But you know if you if you can, if you can play a a good football game, you have good coaching, you could go you could go places in this league. um, Even if you can't keep up with with uh, the big time offenses.
1: Yeah, I agree, thousand percent. It's definitely different from what we've seen, and uh, I give Garoppolo a little more credit. He's not Mahomes or Rogers, but I. I don't know. I don't know what to think of Garoppolo. Uh, I I tend to like him and think he he's definitely a franchise quarterback. I'm I'm just not sure what his ceiling is.
0: Yeah, it's tough to gauge because you know this, his first year in San Francisco was cut short, and this year he's been he hasn't been asked to do that much. When he has been, he's come through. Like he's he's won games in you know not shootouts exactly but he's won games and that he had to put up points well yeah they won um, in new
1: orleans that was basically a shootout uh yeah with that new orleans game the kittle played on the sideline is the play i think of uh i did yes. i did see today that kittle i assume he's going to play still but he's questionable with the ankle injury
0: no, <laughs> so i think he he'll tape his ankle to his Yeah body. yeah i'm not really. worried, that worried
1: about it but the <laughs> fact that the the fact that he's questionable on a thursday is uh
0: yeah a little
1: alarming, but I'm sure he'll play. Well,
0: it's probably. I mean, they probably don't. They probably use Grapple as much because they don't really need to. Because you have a guy to kill you can dump it off to. You have, like I said, that that running game. You know, with uh, well, not Breed but we have Coleman, and um, who's the fucking third guy?
1: Breeda, uh, Coleman, and Moster.
0: Yeah, Moster. Yeah,
1: Mo- yeah They Moster may even have another last guy. Weekend. They may even have another guy in there. I don't even-
0: yeah, it's just they they plug the guy in and they, and they figure it out, man. Um, but they don't ask him to do too much. He hasn't had to carry the team yet, so yeah, that's why it's probably hard to gauge where he's at because they haven't uh, they have unleashed him. Um, so you know, single-handedly, the team it's been a, it's been an all-out team effort, in San Francisco.
1: Yeah, I would be. Cool. The, the, what they want to do is it's all with them. It's all about field position uh, and running the football. You know, don't turn the ball over. It sounds simple, but in that Viking game, they had a short field. They cashed in, uh, and that—that's basically it. You want if, if they play mistake-free football, a lot of times they're going to win because they control the clock. And uh, like I said, the field position game. So, and that's what a lot of these playoff games come down to is the little things like that that don't show up really in the in the uh, box score. Uh, but yeah, without giving my picks without giving my picks away, uh, we're talking about Green Bay, San Francisco, Tennessee, Kansas City. Uh, my thing about Kansas City is this, and this may not make sense to some people, but with like the Red Sox, remember you know, the Red Sox and the Cubs? In order to over overcome uh, a curse, something miraculous has to happen. I feel like I feel like it can't be that easy for Kansas City this weekend. Like sometimes AFC Championship game, we've seen them in New England, where it's basically just a three and a half hour party.
0: Yep, yep. No, you don't. Yeah, you figure they're they're going
1: to come out and smoke this team, man. Yeah, I can't see it being that easy. I guess that gave away my pick. (laughs) <laughs> uh, well, let's get, let's just go into them. Let's do it. There's takes. only so much analysis I could do without tipping my hand.
0: Uh, <laughs> we found out how much exactly. You
1: could. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take the Titans plus seven and a half plus seven, whatever. Like I said, I feel like Kansas city. If you held a gun to my head, I feel like Kansas city wins this game. I just don't think it's going to be easy. And, like, I could see some overtime, pick six. You know, not even, it won't even be easy enough where Mahomes gets it done. It's got to happen on defense. Something crazy. It's been 50 years since they've been there. Okay? Yeah, Saturday, yeah, yeah. actually, Saturday of uh, uh, Divisional Playoff Weekend, the party, that was 50 years since they've been in the Super Bowl. Exactly. Jesus. When they beat the Vikings, Super Bowl four. Listen, speaking I Cursed Speaking of cursed franchises. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I haven't uh, – what the hell was I going to say? I, I, Tennessee, I haven't, believed, I haven't believed in them. But I didn't think they had a shot in New England. Didn't think they had much of a shot in Baltimore. So who am I to say they can't win in Kansas City? For most of the season, we acted like Baltimore and New England were on a collision course for the AFC Championship. Yeah. They go in yep. there Saturday night primetime games and pretty much dominate – I know the Patriots game was close, but they pretty much dominated both of them. At least defensively. You know, and Derek Henry. They controlled
0: controlled the games, man.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, uh, I mean, Vrabel out-coaching two great coaches like that. Now, The the other thing about Kansas City is I just can't get the first quarter and a half of that Texans game out of my head. Like, that's what (laughs) – when I think of Chiefs – when I think of, you know, all these Chiefs shortcomings over the years, like, I I can't get that – out of my head because they've had so many of these home playoff games going back to like I, Elvis Gerbach may have quarterbacked a couple of them. Uh, who was the other guy? Bono. Oh yeah, it was
0: Sam, Sammy Bono? What was his name? Sonny? Son, no, Sonny Bono. was it Sonny, oh, Sonny Bono? It is, but was it was was the quarterback's name also Sonny Bono? It was something Bono. I don't. I don't know. Could not. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think KC had Elvis and Sonny Bono. But it it sounds like it could be anybody.
1: Yeah, I remember them losing a game to the Broncos. (laughs) Uh, The Deer Elway finally won it all. I remember them losing to the Harbaugh Colts one time. They've lost so many of these games. Even recently, uh, they lost to the Titans. That was just two years ago, Wild Card Weekend, where they were up 21-3 at the half, and Marcus Mariota somehow brings them back. We talk about needing a big-time quarterback to bring you back. From a big deficit, not in Kansas City, apparently, because Mariota somehow did it.
0: And Tennessee beat KC this year too. Yeah,
1: that was that, that was Tannehill, though. That wasn't Mariota. That was Tannehill. Year, that was like that was yeah. kind of Tannehill's, like, whoa, okay, this guy's playing good football. Yeah, we're stick with uh, this guy now. Yeah, so I think they can win again. Gun to my head, I'm going to take the Chiefs, but I also like the under in this game because I feel like you have to make a decision: Tennessee in the under or KC in the over. That's just how my gambling degenerate brain works. That's (laughs) that's what I think. Uh, But I'm going to take Tennessee in the under. They can win this game. Uh, I still think the Chiefs will win on the field. But in terms of taking the points, I have to uh, break my own rule and uh, take the Titans getting the seven and a half.
0: I mean, you make all these rules, you break them constantly. Yeah,
1: well, I mean. I mean,
0: mean, when I say constantly, I mean twice in two weeks. (laughs)
1: Yeah, why not? (laughs)
0: <laughs> all right. So, what do you got for uh, San Francisco uh, against? So Green Bay. It's, you got
1: it at seven and a half right now.
0: Uh, that was I, I. think I got that yesterday. I don't know what it was up to date today. What was? What do you have it at? We could change it as you know to what you have.
1: Well, I'll just spoiler alert. I'm taking the Niners, so I'd rather have it at seven.
0: All right. Well, but that's just all me. Right.
1: <laughs> it does feel like it does feel like this is a point or two too high. But I said that about the Viking game last week, and I just I can't go against the Niners. Last week I said it. I feel like they're the best team in the NFC, that they're going to the Super Bowl. I don't see any reason to come off that. Listen, it's going to be terrifying betting against Rodgers at times. There's going to be a, probably a point or two in the game where you're like, fuck. And he starts zinging it all over the place, hits Devontae Adams. I've just felt all season. Oh, I don't want to say all season because I didn't pick them. That's my preseason pick. But at least, you know, at least the past eight or nine weeks, I've just felt like San Francisco was the best team in the NFC. That they were going to the Super Bowl. They run the ball. They have the best defense in the NFL, in my mind. Uh, and I just yep. feel like, I just feel like they're considerably better than Green Bay. I think Green Bay. I think we're gonna find out that Seattle. Not that they were overrated because we just shit all over them basically and said they were an eight and eight team. But you're gonna, you're gonna find <laughs> out that that the team they beat, that's the big step up in class for them. And it's it's going to be scary. You're getting, you know, you got to cover a full touchdown, the full seven points. Mm -hmm. But I just like San Francisco. And I think I'm cautiously optimistic on Garoppolo. I think he can play a big time game. uh, And I just think it could be a coming out party for him where he kind of puts him on his back. Maybe, you know, maybe they don't run the ball as much and he throws four touchdowns. I just, I could see it. So. Give me the Niners, lay in the seven. Uh, if you made me pick an over-under total, I, I would take the over. Niners and the over. So Titans and the under. Uh, Titans in the under, Niners and the over. Those are those are the picks. For, I've been awful, so whatever. You do what you want. You could fade me. You could ride the picks. Whatever you want to do with them, they're yours. Hit a
0: slump in the playoffs. Yeah. Do you see, you see Colin Cowher as like 0-10? Yeah, Inclu- Including the, the NCAA championship
1: game. Yeah, yeah, Clemson. <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> that was uh, Dan Lebitar did it, did something on it, like a fake 30 for 30. Because I guess they have a little rivalry with Coward. And I'm not a, I'm not a fan of Dan Lebitar by any stretch of the imagination, meaning this is the only time I've ever listened to him. Yeah. But they did like a little thing on him, and I don't know if it wasn't, it was okay. But it was, uh, I, that's how I found out about it. it was I guess they were uh, ripping on him a little bit. And, yeah, his uh, picks
1: are usually good too, but uh, yeah, he had a bad stretch. <laughs> It happens, all right? It yeah. happens.
0: Shut so the fuck up, Levitard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I sent yeah,
1: like, I, got... I sent Dan Levitard a hate email one time back in, like, 2006. Did you really? What, about what? what? Uh, he wrote <laughs> an article second. in ESPN, the magazine, uh, saying Derek Jeter wasn't clutch, that he was just, like, uh, right place, right time. Just, like, more of, like, a, uh, don't know the way he put it. It was so fucking douchey. Like you just lucky, lucky. basically in big lucky. Moments. Yeah, you got lucky. lucky in
0: big moments. In the, in the moments where it matters most, you got real lucky.
1: Yeah, and you know, I was like twenty years old. Probably shouldn't have said anything, but I sent him an email telling him he was a fucking douche. I mean, it's not inaccurate. Yeah, it was like a long winded email, though. It was more than that.
0: <laughs> you got to pull that up. I want to read that.
1: Oh man, I I, I'll that. see if I can find. I probably don't have it, but I, I wish, I wish I could find it. Find it. Look, we had time to fill next week. We got. I'm, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make a note right now on my notes. Lebittard email.
0: Thank you. Yes. Okay. There you go. Tune in next week, folks, where we uh, <laughs> dig dig into the hate mail vault.
1: I don't know. We'll see if I'll be able to read it, even if I do find it.
0: I don't understand what. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were making fun of your own ability to read for it.: Yeah, well, that too. This might, be, but... <laughs> this might be inappropriate for air. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: All right. Think, uh you have any final thoughts? I don't know, on
0: anything, DPW, Championship Weekend, anything?
1: No, I think, uh, I think we covered all the bases there. How's
0: that? Uh,
1: yeah, the Easter Rock Pilsner, how's it treating you over there? Not bad, not bad at all.
0: This lager grows on you. I'm not gonna lie. The first couple of sips, I was like, I should go for the Pilsner. I've had the Pilsner before. Yeah. Wanted to try the to try the lager just uh to see. Mm-hmm. It grows on
1: you after a couple. Well have you ever had a beer that you got tired of drinking? <laughs> <laughs> and We move on to the next topic.
0: It's a good nice point. Um all right. We we went back and forth on this the next <laughs> yeah. thing because uh it just I was with you on it. It just seemed like one of those things like, all right, we wrapped it up, whatever like there's not much to say, but then today we were going to talk about it anyway, but then today shit just blew up, <laughs> and of course, talking about the the newest chapter in major league baseball's just prolific history of cheaters it's an- ama- it's an amazing history it's like, every generation has its own set of cheaters everybody everybody does it, everybody's mm-hmm. doing it, man. And 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 this is uh, – it came down hard this week. Guys getting fired. Uh, people stepping down. There's rumors everywhere now. It's insane. The floodgates have opened up. Uh, scumbag Alex Cora is gone. Scumbag A.G. Hinch is gone. And uh, probably scumbag Carlos Beltran is gone before even managing a fucking game for the New York Mets.
1: Yeah, uh, incredible.
0: incredible.
1: Just incredible. Three managerial openings. And it's uh, championship weekend. I mean, fucking in fucking
0: three days, man. It's insane. It is. And p- pitchers and catchers are what two month, like a month and a half out. Like what, what is it? Like there's there's
1: uh it's yeah. It's usually, I usually can. It's usually Valentine's Day, like that, somewhere around that's the, it's what I associate. Okay, pitchers right. and catchers that's like that second week of February. Bro,
0: yeah, love is in the air and uh, spring is around the corner. <laughs> there you go.
1: Yeah, that's
0: it. Um I don't know I don't I don't know how you want to talk about this but like the Astros there's a lot of rumors about the Astros I I thought they were scumbags before I knew they were cheaters <laughs> so I don't know <laughs> there's there's only there's only uh, room for them to just increase their scu- they had it for them to go down in my scumbag rankings they'd have to like cure cancer bring peace to the Middle East um denuclearize uh, North Korea, all that kind of shit, and they haven't done any of that. They just—it comes out that they have, uh, that they've been cheating all along. They were this feel-good fucking franchise. They built a team from the ground up. They won fifty games like six years ago, <laughs> and now they're a hundred-win team. They're going to the World Series. They've won a they've won a championship, and now it's all
1: fucking tainted. Oh, man, yeah, you said a mouthful there. I, I it's just, uh, it's just tough, man. Just because. Part of it is you don't want to sound like sour grapes because our team lost to them twice, obviously in the last three years.
0: I want to be clear about one thing here.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't
0: think Major League Baseball or anybody that we're going to mention and tear down all the Yankees anything. No, Yankees have their own. Yankees have their own history that we don't need to get into today. But I'm not here trying to trying to make excuses for the Yankees losing. I'm not here trying to make uh, trying to make a case for the Yankees to be like given some a AL championship retroactively, nothing like that. I don't, I don't want that. I'm here. I'm here to talk about these guys and what they
1: did. Yeah. And, and if anyone would, uh, should be mad, it should be the Dodgers from that series. Uh, two, two, uh it was two years ago now, uh, 2017. Well, the Dodgers can go fuck themselves too, as far uh, as I'm uh, concerned. Dave Roberts. Yeah. They had that crazy game five, uh, where Kershaw, I think he came out of the bullpen. I don't know if he started or came out of the bullpen, but he got bombed. Uh, Yeah, it just doesn't look good. And uh, you've heard a lot of people say that this is – a lot of ex-players saying they would rather know what pitch was coming rather than take steroids, meaning this is worse than steroids. And I would have to agree that I think this probably is worse than the steroid scandal. Especially when you consider it was just one team doing it. I mean, I guess Core brought his bullshit to the Red Sox because he's a fucking dirtbag. But, uh, but this it comes down to basically just one team doing it. Now, were there other teams uh, in baseball trying to get an edge somehow? Probably. But when you're, you know, in the playoffs year after year and you win a championship, the microscope's going to be on you. So Absolutely. that's basically how they got caught. And now you know there's more. Rumors now of the, uh, you know, them having buzzers under their jerseys. The video came out today with Altuve, which I gotta be honest. I mean, I do like a good conspiracy theory, so maybe I'm the <laughs> wrong guy to ask, but I don't know, man. It looks pretty damning.
0: Yeah, look. Did the, you see, the, did
1: you see the, like, all, did you see where he runs into the
0: dugout? Yeah, right to the dugout. Everybody's celebrating. He runs to the dugout. Oh, goes, gets changed. Like,
1: yeah. That's... you got to be fucking kidding me, man. Yeah. And that's from – for, for the people who haven't seen the video, this is from the walk-off home run uh, this year against Chapman, okay? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, people have posted pictures saying, oh, you can see the wire. I don't know. It's tough. Creasing the yeah, jersey. jersey.
0: Yeah, that's that's a little much. It's just
1: – I don't know. <laughs> it's not a good look. I, I – I think there could be something to this, but they've already said the players aren't going to get punished. So I don't know. I mean, we have to just. We have. How many? I would just hit them at least once a game, Altuve. Brag all of us. Hit them. I know it's probably not great in terms of winning the game, but fuck them, man. Let's fucking drill these assholes. I
0: I think I'm most looking forward to with the Astros is their first prolonged slump this year. (laughs) <laughs> when, they're not hitting, when they're not hitting on the road, yeah. they're, they've stopped hitting in that fucking Little League park that they play in, uh, I don't know, what's Orange Juice Stadium, where the fuck it is, when they start, and, it, and then it starts to just seeps into their head, like, can I do this? I don't have, yeah. when I don't have somebody in the fucking background, when I don't have some buzzer, when I don't know what's coming, can I fucking do this? So I have the capability to play this fucking game. Oh, okay. I, I yeah. want to see who fucking falls first. I want to see which guy is batting 220.
1: <laughs> That's going to be great.
0: I, I can't fucking wait for it. And I, I don't know what to talk about fantasy here, but fantasy-wise, I'm not touching <laughs> any Astros. On I'm, I'm principle, because I'm not taking a fucking risk that that was the one guy who's a fluke. Nah,
1: fuck him. Oh, man. Can I just say uh, one thing about that piece of shit, A.J. Hinch? Say as many things as you want to. Uh, These stories coming out that AJ had smashed the TV monitor because he was against it. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. You're the fucking manager of a major league (laughs) franchise. Okay, get your team under control. You know, I don't know when he smashed it. It's probably when one of the fucking assholes back there relayed the wrong message. That's when he smashed it. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> like he had no. Con- You're the fucking manager. What is your job besides controlling your players? Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely, Jesus and this is what it
0: comes down to. This is what it comes down to. This in this day and age, you have managers who are like players. Managers, they got your arm around the guy. You can't like can't stick a foot up their ass every once in a while, and they're just gonna take advantage of a nice guy, of a guy who's too nice to the team. A players manager. Nah, if if they respected them if they fucking fear this guy. They would have, they would have been like, wow, he's probably right. Fu-. But no, you're probably right about him, man. They he probably went to him. Somebody hit it twice on supposed to be once. He's yeah. like, no, you can't fucking do it anymore. Although you made him look, you, you made Bregman look foolish up there. He missed t- on a, on a slider. He thought a fastball's coming. Made him look foolish.
1: Yeah, I, I can't listen I to think, that shit. Yeah,
0: fuck AJ Hinch, man. He's a douche. Jesus, absolute Christ. douchebag. Like AJ Hinch is the sanctimonious mo- motherfucker. He's telling people he's tell them i'll get other other houses in order we went to other house what a fucking shitty organization they if they fired like a, a assistant gm like during the playoffs right because he was talking shit to like women reporters oh, just yeah. top to top to bottom just a, just an awful
1: awful organization now i would like to know who the guy was that did they get into who the guy was that was hitting the uh the drum or whatever it was oh, the, uh, no. garbage uh, can no,
0: no, I'm not sure that they have uh, evidence or any Yeah, there's another thing. They've already admitted doing this. It's already come down, or not? I don't know if they admitted it outright, but they've already been. It's they they've hit they've been hit with the with the, with the penalties for it. So it's it's fact that they've done it. So where does it where does it end, right? So the that's where the buzzers thing and how Tuve runs the dugout. That's why it's not far fetched at all oh, because they, it's it's already happened. We've already seen that it. was
1: so ret- I couldn't believe what I was watching. Oh yeah, who the fuck
0: was it? Cousin Yuri? was it? A Rod's cousin that he got a job with uh, the Astros. Bank.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. And the fact, don't rip off fucking my jersey. Fall guy. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, it's know. fucking
0: waving them all the moth. Yeah, like he wants to keep it for a souvenir or something. Get the fuck out of here! Oh, he just, he just won the fucking, he just won the fucking LCS, and I'll walk off from anywhere with your fucking jersey. No, you're about being fucking outed. <laughs> yeah, fucking
1: what douchebag. a rat! Fuck. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. No- there's not much else to say. They listen. They've gotten penalized. Draft picks, managers are gone. Yep. What it comes down to it is they they basically did get away with it. They got championships out of it. You're not going to take away championships. Even if they, I would love if they did take them away, but it's not going to change anything. You know, someone could come yeah. up to you and say, oh, "We're taking 2009 away because A Rod." Is that going to change the way you feel? You you watch the games. You went to the parade. <laughs> You know, you still got got to experience Uh, it, so.
0: Well, I never made it to the parade. I was in the
1: city for the parade, but I don't think I ever made it. Yeah, you made it to Manhattan. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, listen, this is the only thing I'll I'll leave you with when it comes to this. I know Sabathia spoke out, and Sabathia, now uh, retired ex-player, he has every right to. I'll say this, because I think Judge has been a little outspoken about this, which Mm -hmm. is Okay. But what it comes down to is this. if I could leave Aaron Judge, because he's the face of this franchise right now, leave him with this. Just use this as fuel, okay? Because one thing I'll say about Judge, and I love Judge, there are times where he carries himself and he talks a little bit like he's been here for a decade and he's won a couple championships, okay? Yep. 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 Listen, use this as fuel. Go on a fucking rampage this year. Use, I don't care if you're uh. playing the Orioles. I don't care if you're playing the Blue Jays. Fuck these teams up, all of them, because you guys haven't won shit, okay? I know you, they tend to act a little bit like they have, okay? But you've gone out three years now, three years in a row, okay, to the Astros twice, and obviously the Red Sox. Now, okay, they were cheating. They were getting some sort of unfair advantage, okay? What it comes down to is this. Just get it done this year, plain and simple, you got, you, got cool. so you took you took the Astros' best pitcher. Okay, they're out of manager. The Red Sox are out of manager. No more excuses anymore. And I'll just I'll just leave it with I'll just leave it at that.
0: Wow, I'm ready to fucking run through a brick wall, my friend.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do. I am curious. I, mean, I I wish I could just end on that, but I got two more things when I want to touch on. This. Like, <laughs> I'm curious to see what Garrett Cole has to say when he comes around because they're going to ask him about this. I'm just am just curious. I
1: don't have any I don't have you don't think that same run that same run in the burner account <laughs> Carlos God's niece
0: No, I don't think I agree <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: they,
0: they check in its uh it's G, call it, yeah, is right. the associated No I'm I'm just curious. I don't have any preconceived notions about what he should say or how he should I just I'm just curious to see how he handles it. Uh this is you know you come coming to New York. It's it, this is the first big Big news story, uh, being a New York Yankee, it has nothing to do with the Yankees. You know, it's, just, it's, it's your past team, but I want to see kind of how he handles it and then what he has to say, doesn't make a jackass out of himself, um, which leads me to the second thing I want to bring up, and it was uh, Jessica Mendoza's oh. response to it today, <laughs> making a jackass, jackass out of herself. Yeah. Uh, do you see the video uh, about her response to this and how she, she went all in on how, how Mike fires just keep his mouth shut? I, that snitches get stitches basically oh
1: no when someone made a doctor video you mean wait what you're talking you're 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 talking about the actual interview with golic mike golic yeah yeah no basically she was like yeah he shouldn't have ratted everybody out yeah and, I and, saw then,
0: and then and then she was like well team should go through major league baseball with the teams when there was rumblings about this for like two years we've heard yeah, about that, that, that for two good, years
1: yeah, it wasn't a good i think she already tried to like backtrack on her statement. I didn't see exactly what she said, but I heard. It was, uh, the, the apology was
0: atro- is atrocious. It made no sense at all. I, don't, I wish I had it in front of me. I'd read parts of it, but, uh, basically, that's what she, she kind of doubled down on what she said, because she was like, I just, <laughs> I wish he went through the appropriate channels rather than going to the media. What is she... like, mother- yeah, like, what is motherfucker, she... he, this happened. He did that, and nothing happened, so he went public, and then something happened. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, been all, it's been all—it's been—it's been in the news for two years, and that's, this is this is what it took for something to happen. So I don't know what the fuck you want ha- to what you want to do. Like, if you if, if you keep saying that somebody is doing something illegal, it, like, oh, did, I, I wish the kid, I wish the Jerry Sandusky kids went through the right channels. Well, you know what they did, yeah. and nothing fucking happened. Right. They, exactly. what, are you, what are you supposed to do then? What's the next thing to do? Is fucking go the next step. Oh well, I, re- I really wish that that victim of Jerry Sandusky went to the authorities. Or went to went to Joe Paterno instead of uh, taking it to I don't know who the fuck leaked it or who the fuck broke the story. It doesn't make any sense.
1: Yeah, um, I, I, I was just poor, poor wording on her report. Not even poor wording, just poor, poor everything. Poor excuse. Like I don't. <laughs> under, I just. I. I couldn't believe like. A, like I understand the players that played with him probably view him as a rat, which is understandable, but Yeah. I mean what does Mendoza even do for the Mets? What is she?
0: Special advisor, I think. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> which is to say I have no idea what she does.
1: Yeah, I don't even know if she yeah, I sure certainly isn't a great PR person. Jesus. She
0: she she sticks up <laughs> for the manager three hours before it gets fired? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what she does.
1: Yeah. <laughs> she was that talking, was an odd she, part.
0: That's the other amazing thing about it. She was talking about she was like talking bad about fires, which I th- would I, you would think would be siding with Beltran. And then like an hour later, the guy's gone. So I don't understand what her function was in this interview. Like, why is she? Uh, whatever it was, it was a just it was a butt fuckathon, man.
1: It made no sense at all. Yeah, complete. I, if they were smart, if they were smart, they would bring in. Uh, I think Showalter. They won't, but guys, uh, I, I actually saw the Astros interview interviewing him. But, yeah, uh, I think
0: is the guy for any of these teams, man. Just get the ship right. He's a guy who's not going to tolerate this kind of shit. He's a guy you're going to be scared of. I agree with this. Schulters is the guy he he should be managing a team. Doesn't matter who or when. Yeah. He's got to be. On, he's got to be on the field, man.
1: Yeah, Mets would be my first choice for him, but uh, we'll I don't think they will. I think they're going go to go. They're going to go to another rookie manager sort of thing. They're kind of cheap.
0: <laughs> you got, if you, and, I don't know, man. I think the Mets need a just a, yeah, whatever. I don't know. I don't wanna get into managing decisions. That's that's a mistake.
1: Yeah. A lot of openings.
0: <laughs> but I mean I can't imagine the Mets making a mistake again and again and again. No. And again. <laughs> and again.
1: Can't imagine that, right? Tough. Tough to imagine.
0: <laughs> All, All right. right. All right. Well, I guess uh look, we're we're um we're gonna try something kind of new. Uh, this week, you well, know, we're trying to fill out the show, see how we're going to do things. Uh, you're going to get a show from us once a week for the foreseeable future. We're going to see, you know, through the Super Bowl, it's going to be easy, and then February is going to be the lean times. How, how we're going to fill an hour or so, I'm not really sure, <laughs> but we're going to figure it out. All right, that's part of the that's part of the fun of this, right? Um, Just letting rip, It's letting it rip, baby. That's it. So I don't know. Really, I don't know what the call is. Uh, maybe we'll figure something out. Um, I liked, you had said something, it was just kind of, you said, you, you said it was a kind of a therapy session, uh, you said, it's just kind of, I want to run something by it to be sure that I'm not crazy. So I like, I think, am I crazy might be the, the title of, of what we're going to do. that for what I'm going to talk about. It's not terrible. All right. I don't, I don't have anything good. So I'm going to go quick and get mine out of the way and let you, and let you, uh, say what you got to say. Cause it sounds like you have something important.
1: It's and uh, not, not so much important, <laughs> but just something I need to get off my chest.
0: All right, so I, I got a I got a work thing, I got an office thing um, that happened this past week. So like, I, I sit right by the kitchen at work, and it's you know it's coffee and all that kind of shit. And I I, I see some shit that just like the, the way people act. I don't I don't get it. I don't understand. Like people just don't have any decorum. Sometimes <laughs> they don't know like where they are, or whatever. But this past so. The other day, somebody puts out like a bunch of pizzas, right? So everybody goes, you, you know, if you want a slice, you go take a slice, whatever. And there's some decent places down there. You want a you know, free leftover slice. It's not, oh, okay, so it's like somebody had a meeting. Mm-hmm. They ordered a bunch of pizzas they had leftovers. They give them to us, the peasants. They don't have that for you. <laughs>
1: That's exactly which what is, it sounds like.
0: Which is fine, which is fine. Sometimes, you know, I don't bring my lunch and I'm like, oh, fuck, there's sliced pizza. I'll just have a sliced pizza nice. So there, there's a bunch of pies out there, whatever. And this woman goes and she just grabs an entire pie like for herself. And now this is, this is the woman you work with. I mean, she's in the office. I don't work with her. But, yeah, she's in the office. I see her. She has an office near where I sit. She just grabs the entire pie for herself. Now, she has, like, her own office. Okay. Now, I don't know. In, in, a, in a setting like I work at, if you have an office, you're at a different level. right? I mean, it's stupid. Right. She's just okay. the idea. You're, below, you're, you're
1: a, below her on the, on the uh, what do you call it, totem pole.
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, you didn't mention anybody in that office. And yeah, wave along. <laughs> but like, yeah, so she, yeah. So she comes out and she takes a whole pie for herself. And then she's like, oh, wow, I have kids. I got to bring them home for my kids. Oh. And I'm just thinking like, I like get, that's, like, I get that. But not everybody has like gotten, gone through and gotten a slice yet. And and I, and I wasn't interested. I had to eat my lunch. I, I'm not, this is not about me at all. This is just about how you act in, in a setting like this. Just go fucking pick up a pie on your way home. You're getting leftover pizzas for your kids. I get like whatever. If you go in there and it's three o'clock, three thirty, four o'clock, whatever, and it's later and everybody's already eating their lunch and shit, and there's an like entire pie just sitting there, just fucking take it, <laughs> take it and run. I don't care. But this is like as soon as they put it out there, she's grabbing an entire pie to go. What? I, I just to me, it's fucking stupid. It's insane. It's
1: <laughs> it's just you, no shame. Just buy it, and plus the
0: pizza's like pizza's like seventeen bucks. Just fucking go get a just go get a fucking pizza, man. Just go buy a fucking pizza.
1: Yeah. What the fuck not- are you like? Slur- <laughs> slur- what are you slumming
0: it by getting leftover pizza for your kids?
1: Yeah. It's just. Uh... It's not a fucking Rangers then, tickets did, or something. She announced it like I'm bringing this home to my kids. I think somebody actually like said something to her to uh, not
0: call her out, but like kind of make fun of her that she's taking a whole pie. Yeah. And then that was as you want to write to it, like, oh, my kids, like, ah, this, don't hide behind your kids, man. Did she do it in do like it. a bitchy you're, you're, way? Uh, no, she she did not. She was trying to be cute about it, which uh, is even more of a sin. I think. I think I'd rather she was a bitch God. about it. I, I think I'd rather she be like back the fuck up. <laughs> I was taking a whole fucking pie. You can do about it. You sure she has? She like, uh, oh. You
1: sure she has kids? Are we positive? Yeah, yeah not. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. No, no,
0: no, no. That's she wanna write to her kids. Don't that's another thing. Don't fucking use your kids as a shield for the shitty things you do. You know, like unless I don't know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make. I can't think of anything that's not horrible right now. But like, <laughs> but just don't use. Your, if you do something stupid, don't be like, oh my kids. No, you just you did something stupid. It's not your kid's fault. You you made that choice to do something fucking
1: stupid. And the, um, and this is, lefto- this is just left This <laughs> is just left. This is community pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yes community right, pizza it take right. it home to family. For the pe-
0: community pizza for the peasants uh. and she she kicked it out of your, basically out of your teeth <laughs> uh. it, just see, it just seems like a scummy thing to do man just fucking go buy a pie on your way home like I don't know man you got an office I don't have an office you got an office buy a fucking pie like I would never do that like I I, I take a train I'm not gonna take a pizza on the train but if I drove in I'm not in her status but I'm not taking a full pie home from the office for my kids no, no. not
1: gonna happen you're not an animal like, uh, you know, like so these I'm, fucking people.
0: So I'm not crazy. No, no this is the this crazy. is the type all of right.
1: behavior that makes your head spin. These fucking people. All right, There's no a... shame at all. There's none. <laughs> you're, more, you're more mad than I. am. <laughs> I mean, just because I could picture it in my head, and I could picture just being one of the people just sitting there, just like not, I wouldn't ever say anything to her, but it would just be like, I can't believe she just took the fucking pizza, like. And then once the, once the excuse came, I would be like, "Yeah, of course it's for your kid. Yep, <laughs> of course." My kids, of course, you got an up. answer queued up. You knew
0: <laughs> my kids want to slice pizza on a Tuesday night. I can't just fucking stop stop uh Luigi's or some shit. Oh my in we all, how
1: Jesus about you? Christ. How about you fucking cook something when you get home, Jesus. <laughs> My God. Or your husband or your husband should cook. I don't know. Somebody, don't know. yeah.
0: Somebody's got to take control in that house. I mean, yeah. yeah what are you doing Leftover pizza. And you know she's going to microwave it too. You know she's not putting that shit in the oven.
1: No, no. She probably had a couple on the way home. A couple cold ones. I mean, at, I least, mean, I mean, I would. at least I would. <laughs> yeah. I'm not knocking it, but I'm just saying. You know what I mean? I mean, if
0: you're going go to go that far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. All right. So, listen. You've been you've been ready to tell me. You've actually held back on telling me this. Um, so I poured myself a brown. I'm hair, which you here with you. Yeah. I'm going to pour myself your, one too. What's What's your am I crazy of the week? <laughs> this, <laughs> one, like, this one. Has a, this
1: one has a few layers. Wow. Okay. This part of the story, I think you're familiar with. Uh, bring it back to April of last year. Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, these are the – I have to explain, give you a background.
0: No, that's fine. That's fine. You're right. Well, you said layers. You weren't kidding. Yeah.
1: So I was having dinner with my girlfriend at the time at a upscale, a little upscale Italian restaurant, and a bunch of guys come staggering in. You know, it starts with two, three guys. Before you know it, there's like 20, 25 guys in there. I was like, you can tell they're kind of together, but something's up. Like, I don't know what's going on here.
0: This is in New Haven?
1: No, this is actually up in Clinton.
0: Okay. We were out at the right, so we were shopping at
1: the it. outlets. Uh, I'm not, not yeah. Uh, it was right before I left for a bachelor party and needed a few things, but regardless, not important to the story. Uh, <laughs> so I remember I I look over and one of the guys had uh flip-flops and sweatpants on. It's like he's in like a I wouldn't go anywhere in that, but the fact that this guy's in like an upscale bar and before I before I start to get killed by our listeners saying that I you know, I'm bashing young people or I'm bashing millennials because they're low-hanging fruit. These guys were like my age or older. These guys are thir- you know, pushing 40, 30s, like early forty. okay? Probably mostly 30s, though. And, and
0: Stoner? Was he, was he stoned?
1: I mean, so I nah, they were doofuses. They were all doofuses. Oh, right. uh, and this is another thing because you can tell these guys. I overheard some of the conversation. I remember that you tell they're like dads yeah you probably okay. have to be around a lot of these people because you have kids, but a lot of these dads nowadays uh, <laughs> just I'm just not impressed just the total package the way they dress and act and you ever look at a dad and you could tell like this guy can't even throw a baseball, the kid has no shot i avoid I avoid dads um like it's my job man i I'm very these, pe- I mean, stealthy, these people, stealthy around yeah. other dads. I don't want to talk to them. I have no, I have no desire to talk to them. Ah, I just, None. I just look at some of the kids and I'm like, ah, you poor bastard. But regardless, <laughs> so, um, my girlfriend notices, uh, one of the, one of the guys in the bar who's, uh, her co-worker's husband, someone she's kind of friends with, but it's more of like a co-worker relationship more than anything. All right. So she had mentioned it to me in the past, basically just described him as a douche. Uh, that's basically it, and uh, I'm like, ah, whatever. He, yeah, you know, she goes, yeah, he's over there. Of course, no, no more than two minutes later, he like yells her name from across the bar. Uh, and if you're in a, that's <laughs> just never. You never want to hear your girlfriend or your wife's name from another guy from like across the bar. <laughs> okay, so this guy, this guy I comes. Hear, over. I don't hear my name. Yeah, across the bar. no, yeah, you're right. That's probably even worse. <laughs> So regardless, uh, he comes over and, uh, we can't shake. I'm going to, I don't remember, but I'm just for the sake of the story, we can't shake. And she goes, (laughs) Oh, uh, she goes, what's going on? You're with, you're with all these guys. He's like, Oh yeah. Uh, this is the Madison pub club, which is uh, something we all get together once a month. Uh, you know, I guess you pay fees or I don't know how it works. I'm don't plan on learning how it works. But uh, it's once a month they all get together these guys who join this club and they go to one bar a month. So I know yeah, what you're yeah, thinking yeah. it sounds awesome right? No, <laughs> no. it sounds you Pathetic. Pay it fee to go to. Absolutely Pathetic. you want to go to you want to a, you go to a bar? No, not tonight, I go tomorrow night. That's yes. my pub. That's my pub club. Yes. <laughs> I mean my pub club is right now. We're si- I'm sitting in it right now.
0: Yeah, well, I, I started, we started, we
1: started a, a show masquerading as a podcast to do a pub club. So, yes, our
0: No fees necessary.
1: Uh, so, yeah. So, as soon as you said that, I checked out of the conversation.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, I can't, oh that that out, I, I can't edit that out, man. I can't edit that out, man. Come on, Jesus. You're killing me. It's 67 minutes, 68 minutes. <laughs> All
1: right, we're gone. We're gone.
0: It's the same night as edit game,
1: out. game three of the Nets uh, Sixers. Okay, so I went back to watching that game. Okay. <clears throat> so let me fast forward now. Last Friday, this is DPW Eve, okay? This woman who works with my girlfriend had a, just had a baby. All right, uh, so she has friends over. A bunch of them go over there uh, mid-afternoon is, to see the baby. This is a pub Club Legacy member right here? Well, the guy's wife, at least.
0: <laughs> right no, I'm saying the kid, though. The kid's a legacy.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I don't know, though. It was, he, I think it was a uh, girl he had. So I don't know if it was all guys. I don't know if they allow women, but we'll see.
0: We'll oh, see it, in 21
1: years. I don't know. Sweatpants and flip-flops. Oh, that was so bad.
0: So how can you bad. call it how, You can't really call it men's only if you're going to dress like a little boy. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, they right. go over,
1: they see the baby, they stand around the baby, they do whatever they got to do. Um, I personally just think it's an excuse to go kill a bottle of rosé two in the afternoon, but that's just me. Uh, so I guess they're all sitting around at one point point. they live, they live in Madison because I think you have to, you know, I don't know if you got to show like a, uh, W2 in order to be a member of this thing, but that's where they live. <laughs> they live in the town of the pub club. So they're all sitting around at one point, they, you know, a very nice house. I think he's very uh, rich and successful. Uh, not at having friends, but obviously, you know, in life. And uh, <laughs> so, at one, so at one point, she tells me that they hear a voice over a loudspeaker. And I'm paraphrasing here. I'm, I forget exactly what she said, but it says something like, hey, looking good, ladies. How we doing, ladies? And I'm like, w- wait, what? What? So... I guess these people have a nanny cam and they're able to, they're able to look at like from their, their phones or their work computers or whatever. And they're able to not only see the house, but they're able to communicate over some sort of loudspeaker. And this guy uh... just creeps in from like his office at, at work, wherever he works and just starts like talking out of nowhere. None of the other girls there know this. Like, totally unexpected that to the point where that when, when my girlfriend was leaving, like, one of her friends that came up to her like, was that a little fucking, was that a little, weird? I'm paraphrasing, I don't know what she said. She's like, is that a little weird? And then when I was hearing this story, and I was like, yeah, that's, like, psychopath shit. Don't ever talk to these people ever again. Like, they're, all, they're not, like, invited <laughs> to the wedding or anything. These are, like, work, more, more, mainly work friends. You know what I mean? Oh, I mean, what are, your, what are your thoughts on that when you hear about these people? Uh, all right. <laughs> oh, oh like, well, you know what? Let me just put the cherry on top for you before, before you get into what you're going to say. The cherry, okay. I was debating even bringing up that story. Cause I was like, ah, eh, it's just like normal rich assholes. They're weird, whatever. But then I got something in the mail on Monday that I was like, I have to bring this up now. I have to get into this. Okay. <laughs> I open up something addressed to us. Okay, I don't know if this is like a thing now. Maybe you do it. I don't know who does it. But I get a Happy New Year card on the 13th of January. (laughs) And you can take one guess who's on it. These assholes. There's more pictures of these assholes than their kids on the thing. It's just Uh, disgusting. I'll send it to you after we're done taping. I'll show you a picture. I mean, these are the type of people that are just bringing down society. I mean, we want to talk about <laughs> poor people these rich assholes with no social skills. So basically the moral of this story is this moral of the story is this. Okay. And this goes out to kids. If you don't have any friends, you have no charisma, no charm, you know, no personality. You better make sure that you go to a good school and get a good job and make a lot of money. Cause that's the only way you're going to get to hang out with friends once a month is by joining the Madison pub club. Okay. That's it. <laughs> paying fees. You're going to have to pay for your friends. All right. God, I that's, that's, what, that's, that's
0: what they use. That's what they use always to tell me about joining a fraternity. Like it's like paying for your friends. I haven't paid dues in 20 years. I'm still friends with all those guys. <laughs> And a lot of those guys never never paid their dues. A lot of those guys still owe their dues. Talking to you, Dino, I know you're a listener. Uh, Pay your dues, man. Oh, you guys did? Wait, you're still supposed to pay? No, I know you're not. But I'm just saying, that's what everybody said. Oh, if you join a fraternity, you're paying for your friends. But I mean, that's been 20 years. I'm not paying like How did that
1: work? What do you have to pay like once a year? Hmm.
0: Uh, Maybe once a semester. Maybe every semester you paid? I forget, to be honest with you. I don't remember. Like I said, we weren't very timely with our payments.
1: Uh, whatever. So that's <laughs> didn't,
0: you, know, you didn't get anything for it. No, you paid. <laughs> it made no sense. It made no sense. <laughs> You're just making a donation to like the national chapter. Basically, mm-hmm. it didn't make any sense. I don't know who saw that money or what have uh, wanted to. It's a Ponzi no scheme. Idea. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I got. It. Yeah, I paid for. I paid for friends that I. I never wanted and that they're like oh all these guys in the national office they'll have to get jobs later on not one of these guys ever got me a fucking job anywhere.
1: yeah but yeah so uh so yeah yeah, I don't know what to do with these people I mean not that we're friends with them but it's just like well first of all I'd like to touch on the new the new year's card (laughs) okay see I knew that would when I got the new year's card that's when it became a must tell story because I knew that (laughs) I knew that would grind your gears more than anything like
0: I (laughs) We get Christmas cards every year, and I, I like getting the Christmas cards. It's good seeing everybody's kids and shit like that. I don't particularly like when there's adults in the card because I don't really give a shit about. See, I got, there's people that I like and respect that put their pictures in the card. I'm not going to kill that practice. I just it's not something I would ever do. I, we always every year. I, my wife knows. Don't put me in the card. <laughs> I don't want to be on the card. I want my picture on the card. I, like I don't have any desire to be on. It. Like nobody wants to see me. It's how you feel about it. Well, you want to send me your picture? I'm gonna, you know, maybe amongst my friends. Maybe like this guy had his picture on it, and uh, <laughs> I don't want to see him, and he's not very photogenic. There's no reason for him to be on the card. Mm-hmm. So I'll, you know, I'll knock him, you know, behind the scenes and stuff like that. But whatever. I'm not gonna. That's just a personal preference. Now, this nanny camp thing. <sighs> <laughs> like, if you want to have a little camp, like I don't, I never did this. We don't have. I, mean, I don't live in a huge place, but you know, I don't. I never had a camera in the kids room if you I never I never had like a nanny at the house I always suspect you'd want like if you could have a camera on when the nanny's there I mean that's okay I, that's but why, why why is it on why is it on when people are home why, why is there the option to have it activated when there's people home it should be you walk at the door Wherever your cameras are in the house, like you want security, do you have the technology for it, and you want to put them on? Fine. You're in the house, put it, put it off, shut it off. I don't want to hear this fucking freak show <laughs> chiming in from work that he's spying on me. Like, I don't know what, I don't fucking want the eye in the sky. I'm not in a fucking casino. I'm not Odell Beckham Jr. in a fucking uh, in an LSU locker room with cameras all around handing out bills to everybody. Like, I don't. I want to know where their cameras
1: are. Yeah, my my. I want to know yeah. when I'm being surveilled. My first question was, "Why is the camera on?" Actually, that was my first why question. Why the
0: fuck is it on, man? Does make any sense? I don't. And and if this guy's this creepy sweatpants and sandals motherfucker, I don't want this guy looking. At oh, that wasn't the. Uh,
1: <laughs> that was actually a completely separate guy. That was more just for. uh Effective. Oh, yeah, he, oh, he, he wasn't the sandals guy. All right. right. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We're all in on that. Look. <laughs>
0: yeah. Just put on, a pair of, put on a pair of pants and some fucking white Nikes, man. And the worst part
1: about, not, not to go back to flip-flops douche, but the worst part was is I heard like people like commenting on it, like, Haha, look at this guy. He doesn't give a shit. It's like, uh, I would give a shit if I had to stand next to him, though. You should give a shit. I, I went to
0: um, – no, I went to uh, Bobby, Bobby V's right by my job a couple years ago for uh, the first uh, – I forget, it was Thursday or Friday, the tournament, NCAA tournament. And I sat at the, I sat at the bar for a couple – you know, during you know, the watch, just, you know, whatever, an hour worth, worth of basketball. And I was sitting next to – it was packed. I sat next to this – you know, I sat where I could, and the guy I sat next to had sandals on, flip-flops on. But the flip-flops were on the floor. His feet were on, like, the little part of the chair that you could, like, you know, rest your feet, oh. which were supposed to be in his shoes. So he's barefoot in the bar. Yeah, I don't want me to see you, man. I don't want to see your feet. I don't want to see anybody's feet in the fucking – I don't want to see feet in general. I definitely don't want to see him where I am drinking and possibly eating something. Like, it's a yeah. fucking bar, man. I got chicken wings. I don't need human feet next to me.
1: Yeah. I mean I – mean, It's w- disgusting. Women's feet aren't the worst thing in the world. But men's feet, you know – Women get
0: a little bit of a pass, for sure. No, yeah, I mean, absolutely. They get a, yeah. That's, that's a different story. There's no, you know, even hair on the knuckle, of the big toe. No, there's nothing like that. That's a much different story. Yeah. And they're much more well-maintained
1: uh, than a man's foot. Yeah, nice pedicure. Yeah, why not? But, yeah, uh, no, and, guys' feet don't need to see guys' feet, okay? Yeah,
0: the most, the, the, the nicest-looking, most
1: manicured, or pe- uh, it's pedicure. Yeah. Uh, I said pedic- nice pedicure. Oh, well, I said manicure. i said manicure, yeah. thinking that you said manicure. <laughs> I, I don't know. Thought you said you was all right.
0: <laughs> Point being, I don't care how well you take care of your feet. If it could be, I don't who the man who has the nicest feet in the fucking galaxy. I don't want to fucking
1: see it next time I'm eating. I don't want to see it. <sighs> thousand percent one. agree. And this was like a fairly upscale place. I'm not saying I was in the nicest restaurant in the world, but you know, I mean, yeah, yeah. It was at least it was at least like a Brazies, if I can compare it to anything. Probably nicer though than that.
0: Yeah. You get away with wearing yeah, yeah, you I don't nice know, in the I think that I think that thirty years ago you couldn't walk in the were wearing sweatpants, but now you can walk in there you know. I think thirty years ago you'd be looks walking in there wearing jeans. And <laughs> now you can walk in there wearing sweatpants like no problem. No, these
1: animals can wear anything they want anywhere they go now. It's a free world, <sighs> it's a free world now. It it doesn't matter.
0: There's no rules. I do mit- yeah, I don't mind the casual look, you know what I mean? I don't mind, you know, wearing the, like, the sweatsuits, like the Pauly walnuts or whatever. Yeah, I, I do mind. that when I
1: go, like, to BJ's and go grocery shopping, but.
0: <laughs> yeah, but if you're going out to dinner, like, you know, look a little bit nice. Like, don't, don't be afraid to put on your nice shoes, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly, so. yeah, We're definitely lacking, we're definitely, definitely lost some class over time man. Yeah. Oh, some? It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> it's long gone. <laughs> I, not me. Not me. I still got the class. No, society, nice, it's, it's so I, you know. If I'm going if I'm going out, it's it's yeah. gone. Long gone. Jesus Christ. On that note. I guess well the long wait till next Thursday uh starts now, because who knows if we come back. I don't know if we're gonna come back. We'll see how this one go- how this one goes. The first episode of Ant was a massive success.
1: Yeah.
0: People were talking about it from
1: coast to coast. <laughs> I don't see any reason why this one wouldn't be either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like that optimism. But I
0: don't know, I'm gonna. I want to leave. If you've made it to this minute of of the show, I'm gonna leave you with uh, with that. I don't know if we're coming back next week, so you better you better fucking enjoy it, motherfuckers. <laughs> this is a goddamn gift.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say we'll come back. next. We'll give him another show. You... Uh, the whole point was the whole point was to drum up some uh, anticipation. And... <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't
1: know, we're <laughs> trying to gain every fan we can. I don't want them saying "fuck it, <laughs> fuck <laughs> these guys." They don't even know what they're doing. Well, we could say we're coming back next week. They might still have the same sentiment. True, <laughs> these
0: fans don't know the fuck they're done.
1: True. We'll give you a few prop bets next week for the Super Bowl. We won't do picks next week just yet, uh, but we'll be uh, you know we'll be breaking down Championship Weekend, and uh, hopefully we get pissed off somewhere along the way so we have to an hour to fill.
0: I got. I got, We both have pretty short tempers, so I'm pretty. I'm pretty certain that we can uh, find a way to get pissed off next week.
1: Yeah. Well, you have a short temper. I have more of a. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know what I have. I, I just get irritated and I suffer in silence, basically. You're more one to yeah. you know fly off the handle.
0: <laughs> so we both have short tempers. We just deal with it differently.
1: That's right. right. I cram mine all down until eventually I just drop one day.
0: That's not healthy. Yeah, it's not healthy. It's not
1: right. It's not. If I
0: drop, if I drop, it's in the middle of a fucking rant. Right. So damned Dude, if you do, damned f- if you don't. Pissed as yeah, fuck. Maybe we both gotta calm down. In a year from now, we're still doing the show. It's gonna be uh, kumbaya. Ten minutes, not a. <laughs> for our health, I'm <laughs> talking about things that made us feel happy this week. <laughs> we gotta stop this for our health. <laughs> What's something that made you feel special this weekend?
1: Is that a serious question? Uh, no, oh. <laughs> I was gonna say I have to think really hard. Yeah, no, I,
0: this week I it's give me I, I it would take me uh to go back on do ten, twelve years. to so I think about something that made me feel special. <laughs> <laughs> we can do a show once every twelve years. <laughs> See how I feel. Uh and also nobody because a shit when you feel good, so no. I don't fucking wanna no. I want help I don't I don't wanna <laughs> I don't wanna give the crowd that kind of shit. <laughs> All right, well, I don't think you're crazy. I don't think I'm crazy, but uh, crazy enough to come back next week. So I guess uh, have a great fucking day. Have a great fucking weekend. Win your bets this weekend, and uh, I'll talk to you next Thursday. Or, yeah, next Thursday night, Friday, we'll release the show. Any yeah. any, any uh, sign-off?
1: Uh, yeah, actually, I, I do have something jotted down here. Uh, by the time people are listening to this, hopefully it'll be – uh, first thing tomorrow morning, tomorrow afternoon, commute, whatever. We got questions Monday morning, so people better be fucking thankful that I put this shit out today. Yeah. Uh, but tomorrow is January 17th. Uh, Betty White turning 98. Nice. All yeah. right. And, yeah. uh, the great, Legend. the greatest Muhammad Ali would have been 78. Uh, by the time you listen to this, it'll be Muhammad Ali and Betty White's birthday. So, just added that jot in my A little shout out uh, to them here at the end. I don't want to spend too much time on it, but that's all I got. I'm good. I'm good.
0: All right. I'm going to go around with that. Though. All right. Peace. Peace. <laughs>